Hi, this is Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome, welcome. I hope everybody has had a great week. I am so happy to be here today and I have a guest. I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. Uh, I was able to chat with Ashley, the Disney planner babe, this week and I recorded it all for you guys. I think you guys are going to love her. She's an amazing Disney planner Disney obsessed, just like me, just like you. And she is heading to Disney World next week. So she gives us the down low on how she plans a trip, how she gets her kids excited, and some of her favorite tips and tricks. So I'm so excited to share it with you. Let's jump into it. busy but I love it well I'm so glad you took a few minutes to talk to us today I know that you're planning a big trip you guys are leaving for Disney World soon right in nine days oh my gosh I'm so excited you're gonna have so much fun freaking out I've I've been to Disney World a few times but this will be my little boy's first trip so oh dream come true that's gonna be so fun yeah. Okay, well, we won't take up too much of your time, but thanks so much for talking with us today. You're welcome. I can talk Disney all day, every day. So, <laughs> Okay, well, first I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your family so we can get to know you. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm Ashley Dixon. I've been married to my husband for 16 years. I don't look as old as I really am. <laughs> like people hear that and they're like, wait, what? 16 years? Like, how is that possible? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually old. Um, uh, I have three little boys. My oldest is almost 12. He'll actually turn 12 while we're in Disney world. Oh, that'll be a fun um, birthday. Yeah. And then I have an eight year old boy and a five year old boy. Um, we've lived like all over Utah most of my life I've lived in Utah. I had short stints in California, Colorado, Nevada, but mostly a Utah girl. Um, I taught elementary school for eight years. Um, taught fifth grade and sixth grade. And then I taught elementary school music, which was an adventure. Oh, bet. <laughs> um, and then once we had my second little boy, we I decided I wanted to stay home for a while. So now I'm just home. Super extrovert, super high energy all the time. People are like, do you ever hold still? Do you ever shut up? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's in a nutshell. That's my life. I love it. Yeah. So how did you become the Disney planner, babe? How did you become obsessed with Disney? So I was actually born in California. Not a lot oh. of people know this. I was okay. born in West Covina, which is like a 40 minute drive from Disneyland. Uh-huh. And my family lived there until I was about six. And so the first six years of my life, we were annual pass holders. You know, I basically grew up those first few years at Disneyland all the time. Um, then we moved to Utah. And I, of course, I didn't get to go nearly as often. Um, 
but I always knew that once I was a grown up um, and a mom, I would want to take my kids and go to Disneyland as often as we could. So that was the plan, you know, got married, went to Disneyland on our honeymoon, had such a blast running all over the park. It rained the entire honeymoon <laughs> and we loved it. It was fantastic. Um, and then had started having kids and um, we took my, when my oldest was probably four and my youngest or and my middle child at the time was 11 months. We went to Disney World or Disneyland. Sorry, I've got Disney World on my brain. Oh, but we went, we went to Disneyland. Um, it was like 2013, and it was miserable. It was the most awful experience oh, ever. No. Um, and it's all my own fault. Like I was going into it saying, I want this to be so perfect. I want, you know, I want to do everything and see everything. And I became this drill sergeant. Like I. The the thing it reminds me of is, you know, I'm going to age myself here, but if you grew up watching Full House, uh-huh. there's, this, there's this episode, a couple episodes where they go to Disney World and Danny Tanner has the clipboard of fun and he like <laughs> keeps consulting the clipboard of fun. And I remember at, at, at one point people get so mad at him, they grab the clipboard and like throw it into the water, into the ocean. And <laughs> like, I was totally Danny Tanner with the clipboard of fun ordering my family around like we go here we, we do this we go here we do this and no one was having fun even me and we got home from that trip and I just I remember being so deflated and I was like that wasn't even fun what like there has to be a better way right and um so I just kind of dove into studying Disneyland park touring when the best times to go you know I fell in love with rope dropping you know, we decided for our family, it was best to always try to stay as close as we could, um, doing more days rather than less days, because, you know, we used to try to go for a day or two days, and that just wasn't enough. Uh-huh. Um, and then learning about Fast Pass and how to maximize Fast Pass. And then in 2017, you know, God graced us with the amazing miracle of Max Pass. Yes, <laughs> which is the best thing on earth. And so then I became like a max pass pro um, and just kind of, you know, learned the ropes of how to do Disneyland better. Um, and then I got so into it that I started having other people, friends and family members asking me for tips, asking me for advice. And I was like, this is the best thing ever to have a friend. I remember my friend, um, Brittany came over, sat on my couch. We talked for like three hours. She had her phone with the Disneyland app and a notebook. And I just like poured all of my knowledge onto her. She went to Disneyland and she was texting me like every couple hours. This is so great. We've already done this and this and this and this. And we've, you know, like that's the greatest thing ever to see, like have other people go on their Disney trips and have such a great time. You know, I, I feel like bestowing Disney knowledge upon others brings me a ton of joy now. So, yeah, that's kind of where where I came from. <laughs> right. I love it. Well, I grew up um, in I lived in California for a few years, too, when I was little and we had an annual pass. And so we kind of have a very similar story. Yeah. Maybe there's something I do think that people who grew up going to Disney, you just automatically have a love for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't help it. Yep. Okay. Well, 
what is your favorite park to visit? Oh, this is so hard, especially when I'm nine days away from Disney World. Right. And I want to talk about Disney World, but really Disneyland will always, always have my heart. And I love California Adventure as well. But it, it comes down to if I only had one day to spend in one park, which would it be? And it will always be Disneyland. Like, has my full heart. I agree. That's the same for me. It's yeah. just special. Yeah, all the nostalgia from growing up and trips as a, you know, it just, that's that's where I will always call home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What about your favorite ride? Is it in Disneyland or is it somewhere else? Definitely in Disneyland. Um, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad has to be row 15 and have to do the goat stare. You just have to. Like, (laughs) you cannot ride Big Thunder Mountain and sit in the back and not do the goat stare. And so do you have to be in the back to do the goat stare? Oh, no. You can can do it anywhere. But, oh, dog. Don't bark. It's okay. My dog is barking. Um, You can do the goat stare from anywhere on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. But. If you ride it in the front and then you ride it in the back, you can absolutely tell the difference. The back, you know, they say it's the wildest ride in the wi- ri- whoa, wildest ride in the wilderness. And when you're in the back, it really is. Like it really <laughs> is the wildest. So, um, well, I'm gonna have to try. I've done the goat stare, but not on row 15. Oh so. man, row 15 goat stare, Big Thunder Mountain is the best. Um, a lot of times when we rope drop, we head straight to Fantasyland. And when we do that, we always hit Alice in Wonderland first. And then we rope uh, circle around to Mr. Toad. So Alice in Wonderland and Mr. Toad are my, are my favorite rides in Fantasyland. And then um, Gadget's Go Coaster. And I know this is people are like, what? What? How can that be your fa- on your favorite list? So Gadget's Go Coaster is a little dinky, tiny roller coaster in Toontown. Nobody ever cares about it. No one really goes back there. Um, it never has much of a line. Me and my kids, one of our favorite things to do is, is typically Toontown opens an hour after park opening. So if Disneyland opens at 9, Toontown won't open until 10. Right. So my kids will knock out a lot of, like, we'll go knock out a lot of Fantasyland or whatever. And then we will go and we call it Rope Drop Toontown. So we're the first ones when Toontown opens. We go back to Gadget's Go Coaster and we ride that sucker like five or six times in a row with no line. And we just giggle and laugh our heads off. Like it's only, it. it's only like 47 seconds long. I timed it. But yeah, but it's zippy. Like it's it more is. zippy than you think it's going to be. And my kids just laugh and laugh. And they love the idea of, you know, that we get to ride it five times in a row without waiting in a line. It's great. So that's, that's so fun. that had to be on the list as well. But so many favorites. It's so hard to choose. <laughs> what about your favorite food or treat? At any of the parks? Oh, at any of the parks. Okay, so Disneyland, DCA, I have to go with churro toffee. Um, it would be a travesty if I didn't say churro toffee. So um, love that. I love the beignets in Disneyland, um, I, especially the seasonal beignets. Like if you yes. can get, get the pumpkin spice ones or the candy cane ones. Oh, yes. So good. The butterscotch ones. I love oh, those were so good too. too. Yeah. So, so good. And then I am a sucker for a really good corn dog, but here's mm-hmm. the deal. I tell people, I'm like, yeah, you can get a corn dog a few different places. You can do the little red wagon at the end of Main Street. You can do 
Corndog Castle in DCA. But I'm like, but you have to go to Stage Door Cafe because at Stage Door Cafe in Frontierland, you can get a corndog with French fries. Yes. And I will always take crunch fries over like a bag of chips or apple slices. Any <laughs> apple <day>. slices. <laughs> so plus then you get to sit in, in Stage Door Cafe. Like we grab it from, oh, wait a minute. I don't get it from Stage Door Cafe. I get it from the, oh yeah, Stage Door Cafe. And then, and go then next we go in next Horseshoe. door into Golden Horseshoe. Yeah. Yes. And you watch the little show, the little piano, dueling pianos. Yes. That's so fun. So we try to do that every trip too. Yes. Um, and then if I have to say about Disney World, a thousand percent, hands down, I will fight to the death that um, school bread from the bakery in Norway <laughs> in Epcot is the greatest thing alive. And I didn't realize until recently I did a poll on my Instagram stories. Um, I just assumed everyone thought so. I was like, everyone loves school bread. Oh, no. Like, there's a lot of people who were like, I tried it and I hated it. And I was like, what? Um, because I think it's the greatest thing alive. But apparently not alive. But apparently not everyone thinks that. So, well, <laughs> enough people must like it because they still keep selling it. Oh, I oh. love it. It makes me so happy. I hear angels sing when I, when I get my hands on that. Well, I was there uh, just a couple weeks ago, and I've had school bread before, and I don't care for it, but my cousin who I was with had never had it before, and she was so excited to try it, so I didn't even tell her my opinion. I was like, great. Yeah, go for it. Some, see what you think, and she, <laughs> the look on her face when she tried it, she was like, I hate it. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. To each their own. And you know, if you don't like school bread in Norway, you just take a few steps around the world showcase and head over to France because France has holy moly I could eat the entire country of France <laughs> oh yeah they've got some amazing things over there oh, so yummy. Yeah. okay so last question what is your well not the last question but the last question talking about favorites what is on your Disney bucket list um okay so we've never done a Disney cruise and I would love to take my kids and go do a Disney cruise Someday, I'm thinking late 2022, so maybe a year and a half from now, we'll shoot for a Disney cruise. Oh, and then, so and then in, I don't know why I got so obsessed with this when I found out. I found out recently that Tokyo Disneyland is celebrating their 40th anniversary mm -hmm. in 2023. And I also am turning 40 in 2023. So you should be so there. I'm like, I have to be celebrate my 40th in Tokyo when they're celebrating their 40th. Why not? Like, so now I'm fixated on that idea happening too. So those are some things that, you know, we should make happen in the future. That would be so fun. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, I want to know all about your Disney planning process. I've seen this notebook you've had on your Instagram stories and it all looks amazing. So how do you go about planning your trips? Okay. So I will preface this by saying, I don't think you need to spend hours and hours and hours putting together like an elaborate notebook or anything like I did. Cause <laughs> I, you don't want to be the clipboard of fun. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love, I do all of the planning and put all of the time and effort into it because I love it. But mm -hmm. the second that it starts to feel stressful or like a chore, then I'll back off. Um, but yeah, I 
especially with this being my kids first time and they don't know you know they've been to Disneyland a bunch of times we're Disneyland annual pass oh that made oh, me sad not anymore <gasps> we were Disneyland <laughs> annual pass <laughs> dang that's gonna sting for a while um, yeah but so they've been to Disneyland a, a billion times but um so I want them to know you know the the four parks and the rides that we get to ride and the things that we get to eat and where we're going to be staying. And so I kind of just went online and printed out as much as I could find. I printed out maps of all four of the parks. I printed out a map of we're going to be staying at Caribbean Beach Resort. And so I printed out that map so I could show them like the pool area. Um, And then I printed out a couple of different little lists so that I can keep track of as I think of things that I want to pack I can just Uh kind of keep a running list oh that's smart um and then what else oh I've I asked my kids once we've spent a little bit of time learning about all four parks and you know the fun rides and things inside I've asked my kids like what Tell me the three things or the five things that you're most excited for in each of the four parks that we're going to visit. And they'll tell me and I'll write them down. Mm-hmm. And that way I have kind of a priorities list to work from. Like we know we need to hit these items. Right. Because um, you just can't do it all. There's, I mean, we're going to do six park days. And even in six days, I know that there will still be things that we just will have to miss and not have time for. So Right. Um, Well, I love that you get them involved in the planning because we've done um, surprise trips with our kids before sometimes. And then we've done, you know, where they know about it and we make countdowns. And I feel like they almost get more excited about the ones that they know about where they're anticipating it and in on the planning process. I feel like they find that more fun than just being surprised the morning of we're going to Disneyland or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Cause the buildup and the excitement and we have the little countdown calendar on the fridge right now that I'm staring at that they get to color in a little Mickey head every day. And, you know, and every single day I'm like, before my kids left for the school bus, even this morning, I was like nine days, you guys, nine <laughs> days. And, you know, so just the, the buildup and the excitement. I yeah. Think I makes think it makes it, it more fun. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's more fun that way. Yeah. Yep. Um, I wanted to tell you about the Epcot thing though. Oh yes. So, so you've been doing fun things to get your kids all interested in Epcot because some kids find Epcot boring. Yeah. A lot of people will ask me like, you know, if I have young children, should I skip Epcot? And I'm like, you know what? I think my kids are really going to love it. We're spending a little bit of time every day watching and, uh, YouTube videos and reading and books. Um, to learn about each of the 11 countries in the World Showcase. So we've already done Mexico and Norway. We'll spend the next, you know, nine days knocking out the last nine. Um, yeah. But, and we don't spend a long time. We spend, you know, 20 or 30 minutes an, uh, at, at night. And I've got this giant map of the world hanging on my living room wall. And we've marked all of those 11 countries. And we write down some little notes about things that we learn that, you know, they think is cool. And that way I feel like as we're going World Showcase, because if you're not familiar with Epcot, you know, it's got the two halves, you know, Future World and then the World Showcase. Future World, they're going to love. They're going to love yes. Test Track and um, Nemo. And I've talked Figment up to them. So hopefully they'll be Figment <laughs> fans. 
<laughs> um, I bet they'll like it. <laughs> I was like, you guys, it's quirky. It's it's fun and quirky and weird, and it, that, and that's what makes it cool. So yeah. <laughs> um, but World Showcase, there's not a ton of rides. There's the Frozen ride in Norway, the Three Caballeros in Mexico, and then fingers crossed we'll get to ride Remy's Ratatouille adventure in France. We'll see. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, I've heard rumors they might start to pull guests for testing soon, so we'll see. You're um, just going to have to stand there all day. I know. That's the plan. Epcot, we, we go straight to France and see what, and we, see what we can make happen. Magic happen. Um, so, but I feel like if they go into each country knowing a little bit about it, like just a few fun facts about it, then they can be more excited to do that part of it. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So, and then when we're there, it's going to be, uh, Festival of the Arts and I am all about eating my way around the countries. And so I've, you know, we've watched a lot of YouTube videos and things about the, all of the different foods that we can get and they're excited for a few of those things. My kids aren't big foodies. Like I'm pretty sure they would be fine to just eat chicken nuggets and fries and yeah. cheap pizza for the week. But um, there's a few things that I think that they're excited to splurge on. They'll eat, you know, donuts and cookies and I will eat everything else. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, and maybe it'll be part of the experience, trying different foods from different places. Yeah, totally. Maybe they'll I like it. I think they'll be into it. Yeah, we're excited. I'm just excited. Ah. So what days, which parks are you going to? Which ones are you doubling up on and doing two? So um, we're going to do one day in Animal Kingdom, one day in Epcot. And then definitely two days in Magic Kingdom. And right now we have it set up to do two days in Hollywood Studios. But I mostly did that as a backup plan in case... We struggle the first time getting um, Rise of the Resistance boarding groups. Good idea. So, so have, they, have your boys never been on Rise of the Resistance? They have. We actually went to Disneyland the first week of March uh, 2020, right before the close down, the shutdown. Mm -hmm. And they, we were able to ride it then. So they okay. got to, I got to ride in January. I went down uh, the weekend of, of Rise of the Resistance opening at Disneyland. Got to be there for opening weekend. It was amazing. And I, I fell in love with that ride right away. And then when we took the kids in March, uh, they got to ride. And it was just, it was amazing. So so right now, yeah, we're planning two days in Hollywood Studios. But that can definitely change. If we decide we don't want to do two days in Hollywood Studios, we can add a, another day to Magic Kingdom. We can add another day to Animal Kingdom. I'm trying to go into it um, a lot more flexible and let the kids kind of take the lead, you know, whatever they yes. want to repeat at the end of the week, we can figure out as long as there's still, you know, park reservations available, which hopefully there will be. We're going during the week. We're doing our park days are Sunday to Friday. So I yeah, think we'll be okay it. to be flexible. I think that's smart. Then they can decide what they was really the most fun for them and redo that yeah exactly I bet they'll pick Hollywood Studios though I you know what I bet they will too <laughs> it'll either end up being Hollywood Studios or even a third Magic Kingdom day depending on how our Magic Kingdom days go but and I'm yep. okay with whatever I'm just happy to be there <laughs> that's gonna be fun make sure you guys bundle up we were 
when we were there a couple of weeks ago, I couldn't believe how cold it was. Yeah, I know. I saw you here and your story is being like, I'm wearing 18 pairs of pants. I know. <laughs> like we're leaving our hotel and it's 39 degrees outside. I'm like, oh my what gosh. is happening? You're like, I might as well be back in Utah for this. Right. And I'm annoyed because I have tons of warm winter clothing that I could have brought, but obviously I didn't because it was yeah. Florida. I know. I figured my game plan is to check the weather like two to three days before we get on the plane and leave um, and then go from there and just pack a little bit of everything. Some pants, some shorts, some sweatshirts, you know, just yes. c- cover every avenue. All the bases. Yeah. Well, it is easier to wear masks when it's cold. It actually kept my face warm a lot and I was grateful to have my mask. I would rather be <laughs> co- a little bit cold than when we went in October, I feel like it, we were dying. It was so hot and so humid. So if I had to pick too much, you know, too hot or too cold, I think I, I would take, I'm kind of excited for it to be cooler. So we'll see what happens. Cause we were there in October too. And I just couldn't, I couldn't believe how yeah. hot it was. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, so real quick, I wanted to ask you about Disney Springs. Do you have any dining reservations or anything you guys are going to hit there? We don't have any dining reservations. Um, I definitely want to make a quick trip over. I'm trying to schedule in when we're going to be able to do that on our trip. It it most likely will end up being either um, once we're done with Animal Kingdom, because Animal Kingdom closes at 5 p.m. And then, oh, yeah. you know, we've got a little bit of time at night. We might head over to Disney Springs. Um, or we might even do it uh, the morning uh, that we leave um, cause our flight doesn't leave until 2 PM. So we've got that, oh, that morning perfect. to head over there. Um, and my main goals over there, honestly, Gideon's for some awesome cookies and mm-hmm. uh, probably hit Everglazed and try some of the fancy donuts. Like yes, that oh, is, donuts. that is the game plan. Cookies and donuts. <laughs> yes. I want you to go over there so you can put up videos and tell us what you think. Cause that would be fun. I saw that they have a like a grilled cheese donut on a glazed donut. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know either, <laughs> but I kind of want to try it, but I don't know if I do. Yeah. Well, I'm someone else to try it. And tell me <laughs> when I'm looking at the Everglazed donuts, I'm looking at like the peanut butter cup ones and the chuck and the, you know, the sweet fancy ones. Not so much a grilled cheese sandwich on a donut. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well I hope you guys have an amazing time I'm so excited to follow along with your trip and it's always fun when it's somebody's first time there to experience that with them yeah my boys are gonna love it and I am gonna it's always so fun to see it through you know your kids eyes and see their excitement and what they're most pumped up about and it's gonna be great I'm I can't believe it's almost here. I'm so excited. Yep, I agree. I miss that. My kids are all older now. And so they don't get as excited. Like Elsa's not a real princess anymore, you know? Yeah. When they're older. So I like, I go with my nieces and nephews and it's all real for them. So it's fun. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for talking to us. Before we go, I want you to tell everyone real quick where they can find you and follow along with your fun trip. Oh, awesome. Okay. So on Instagram, I will be storying the crap out of every second of the entire trip, like almost to the point of it being annoying for people. Um, <laughs> and I'm my handle on Instagram is uh, Disney Planner Babe. 
Great. And then if you're on Facebook, I have two super awesome Facebook groups. One of them is called Disneyland Tips and Tricks with a heart at the end because there's about 18,000 Disneyland Tips and Tricks groups. <laughs> Mine's the one with the heart at the end. <laughs> and uh, and we've got, we've run that group for uh, a few years now and we've got an awesome, awesome group of people in there. And then I just recently in the fall started Walt Disney World tips and tricks, also with a heart at the end. (laughs) So, and that one is building strong and steady too. So go find Facebook groups. I'd love to have you in there. We have a lot of fun in there. So that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you. So fun talking about Disney with someone who gets it. <laughs> I know. Well, you and I are going to have to make a trip happen someday when Disneyland uh, opens. That would be heavenly. we got to go together. Yes, I'm down. I'm surprised you didn't say that was your bucket list item. That is my bucket list item. <laughs> uh, it's totally on there. It's And it's happening. It's going to happen. Disneyland will open and we will go. That sounds amazing. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. I had so much fun talking to Ashley. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. We had planned on going to downtown Disney and this big Knott's Berry Farm trip a few months back, but because of COVID, it wasn't able to happen. So I've been bummed ever since, and we're hoping to make a trip to Disneyland happen eventually. We just need it to open up back up. We'll be ready. So we're waiting on that, but she is a wealth of knowledge and has so much information and shares it in such a fun way. So make sure you follow along with her. I think you guys will really love it. I've had so many people send me messages and ask me questions about upcoming Disney World trips. So I'm so happy that so many of you are planning to go to Disney World this year. Florida is really the only place that we can visit, it seems like. So a lot of people are opting to spend their vacations in Florida and go to Disney World, which I love. I'm so excited for everybody. So thank you for your DMs. Please don't feel bad sending me messages. I get so many people who apologize. They say, I'm so sorry. I just had a question. I love all your questions. That's what I'm here for. I want to answer your questions. So please don't feel bad if you send me a question. I love it. I'd love to answer them. Um, I've had a few people asking me what else there is to do around Disney World. So I wanted to talk about that just for a quick minute. Uh, We usually try to spend a beach day. There's not a beach super close to Disney World. Disney World's kind of more inland, but we've been to Cocoa Beach, which is about probably an hour-ish, hour 15 away from Orlando, but we enjoyed that beach a lot when we were there um, in October. We drove all the way out there. The kids were so excited. We get to the beach, we get all set up, and then it just, the sky starts getting darker and darker and darker. We're like, is this happening? And I keep watching the locals because I'm like, once they start packing up and heading out, then I I know that's my cue to start packing up and heading out. I keep thinking maybe it'll blow over because I'm an optimist. Well, it did not blow over and it was a huge storm and we ended up packing up everything in the pouring rain and standing under some trees waiting for the rain to die down a bit before we could even make it to our car. 
So that was our experience with Cocoa Beach. But before it started pouring, it was lots of fun. There are so many beaches around Florida. You can easily find one. So I would just do a quick Google search and find a beach that looks good to you. Um, we've also done the Kennedy Space Center, which was very fun, very informative, a little overwhelming, I thought. There were so many things to see and do, and trying to put it all in one day was a little much, but I don't know if there's enough that would have kept my family busy for two days. Um, but we did love Kennedy Space Center, especially if you have somebody who's interested in space. It's pretty awesome. We've also done Gatorland several times. It sounds so silly. Like when we first decided to go there, I was like, well, this is going to be a waste of money. Like what? Just a zoo full of alligators? Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a zoo full of alligators and it's amazing. I don't know. I, it's not like I'm even obsessed with alligators. I find them pretty terrifying actually, but we have loved Gatorland and my kids always talk about it. That's one of the very favorite memories they have from our trips this last time we didn't go to Gatorland we just didn't have time and the kids were so disappointed they were like what we're not going to Gatorland this time sorry we just couldn't make it work but our kids love it there it's this it's just impressive these alligators are huge I kind of always thought the alligators were on the smaller side and maybe they are compared to crocodiles but they're massive and they have all sizes. They have baby alligators. We've fed baby alligators fish on little fishing poles. They have this little show where they have raw chicken that they dangle over these huge alligators and the alligators jump up to grab it. It's amazing. Uh, we had, we paid a little extra. My husband and son wanted to go behind the gate. So they have this little I don't know, show. I don't know what it's called. You pay extra. That's all I know is I paid extra for them to do this, but they were so excited, but um, none of my other kids wanted to do it and I wanted no part of it. But they take you behind the fence and you are with all of these alligators. I should post it. I'll post, um, I'll post about it on my Instagram. So you're in front of all of these alligators. There's no fence and you are probably three feet away from them and they let you feed them some raw meat. You throw that to them and then you get to take your picture. And I, I'm not joking when I say there are 50, maybe 60 alligators that are all piled up on top of each other right next to you for this picture. It's a little intimidating. And I was behind the fence. Uh, they also have, like they have turtles and I think they have, um, do they have kangaroos? I want to say kangaroos. Maybe not. Take that off. No kangaroos. I know they have turtles. They have some other animals. They have a little petting zoo. They have this aviary type thing. It's like a, a, a room that has these tiny little colorful birds that are just adorable and you can buy these sticks with food on them. You walk into the room and the birds just swarm you for these sticks of seeds and they land on your hands, they land on your shoulder. They are so cute and a tiny bit terrifying because I'm a little bit afraid of birds with their, oh, with their creepy dinosaur feet, but I keep it together because they're cute and my girls love it. So my girls love that part. They love being in there with all the birds and feeding them and having the birds land on them because that's like a dream come true. You know, you're like Snow White, walk into, walk outside and the birds come and land on you. So my girls love that part. My boys, not so much. My, my one son, he thought he could handle it and he apparently hates birds too because as soon as the bird landed on him, he was out. He just left. He couldn't take it. I don't blame him. 
So that's fun. They also have um, an alligator wrangler show where they they have pull an alligator out of the water and this guy does all these cool tricks with it and he like puts his head in its mouth and then at the end if you want for an extra fee of course then you can sit on the alligator and hold its mouth so we all did that that was pretty fun I should put that picture up there too um I should probably do a whole blog post about Gatorland but we find Gatorland very impressive so if you're even slightly interested in alligators you'll probably find it impressive too So seriously, check that out. Add that to your list. That might be a fun thing for you to do. If you're interested in traveling a little farther, um, we've been to Tarpon Springs, which is this amazing little village on the coast. And the people there harvest sea sponges out of the ocean and then they sell them. So they're they're like loofahs, but they're these sea sponges. But you can use them on your body as a loofah. They're extra soft. So they're really cool. It's so fun to see the process and how that's done and all these, they have just such cute shops um, and they have lots of restaurants. They have these really great Greek restaurants and a Greek bakery, which is fun. And these loofahs, they like last forever. So I bought this huge one and the guy told me just use a bread knife and kind of cut off a corner here and there and you can use it until you feel like it's not good anymore. Well, I've been using my one little corner that I cut off. I still have a huge chunk that I can use for four years and it's going strong. I'm kind of thinking as I'm saying that now that maybe I should throw that away and get a new one because using something to scrub your body for four years is probably not good. And now that I've said it out loud for everybody to hear, it sounds wrong. So I'm going to throw that away today and get a new piece, but I'm just saying they last a long time. Uh, We've also been to a couple of their national parks they have one called home assassin springs which is really fun um they have some alligators there and they also have manatees certain times of the year that come in that you can see and they have a little boat ride that you can go on which is pretty awesome Uh, we've done some other beaches and there's just so many things to do so many things to do in florida it doesn't have to just be disney world not to mention universal studios that's a whole other podcast but i'm running out of time so i'm going to wrap this up right now but One last thing, if you are planning on going to Disney World this year, please, please don't pay full price for your tickets. Oh, it makes me so sad when people do that. Don't let that be you. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for my favorite place to get discounted park tickets. Getaway Today is my favorite. And they also, they do layaway plans. So if you're interested in going but don't want to pay for it all up front, you can do a layaway plan. They also have a price guarantee and kind of a price watch so if you book a package with them and then somewhere down the line Disney World releases lower prices or the pricing changes somehow then they refund you that money you don't even have to go in and look for it yourself they keep an eye out for it I've seen it happen I've seen the emails that they send out saying oh guess what your trip is actually $250 less now here's the $250 so so nice to have that peace of mind plus they've been so flexible with covid because we all know that things happen things come up and you don't want to be tied down with a vacation and lose money on something like that so they're super flexible so check them out today i think you'll love it do you hear that my puppy found a toy i guess that means it's time to go it's time to go play with the puppy (laughs) thanks so much for listening we'll talk soon